Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. We sit down with Pastor James and ask a few questions and hear some additional thoughts from this week's teaching. Pastor, how are you, man? Hey, Shane. You doing all right? Yes. Good, man. I am. Good. You, uh, you making it? Yeah. You making it through life right now? Yeah. What's, yeah. Uh, I know we asked this. Surviving and thriving. We ask this very often, but what's been the highlight so far for you, man? Is it the astronauts make the clouds? Is that Probably. One? Yeah, I think just being with the kids and um, kind of trying to value that time more, you know, and I, just things are a little slower pace, which is I, I think everybody's somewhat enjoyed that, you know. But also knowing there's a lot going on in our world, that there's a lot of pain yeah. and sickness going on in our world too, so I think that's hard. But just personally, I think that's been the best thing of just slower pace, um, you know, being more at home, more uh, – with the family, with the kids, you know, trying to be. But also I've noticed this too of even in the past week or two, there's a tendency more to not be tired of it. I don't want to say it that way, but maybe wanting to be on my phone more than being with the kids. Yeah. So so, so it's kind of not a trend getting back into like the thing, but I think there's kind of like, okay, that kind of wore off a little bit. So, <laughs> And so I think still trying to press in of like, you know, still making that a big priority, go outside with the key, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Sunday we talked about oaths and being trustworthy. And so just jumping into a few questions, man, why is being trustworthy so important? Well, I think, you know, um, being trustworthy and trust is really the foundation of every good relationship, you know? And so if we think about like what the foundation of even like a justice system or those kind of things, but even just personally on relationships, I mean, that's what makes relationships so so good. And I was even thinking of, like, the Lord. Like, that's the good thing you know, about the Lord is that because he's so trustworthy, his word is so trustworthy, that means I can literally bank my life on it. I can literally give my life to him and trust him in that. And I think even, but even notice where sometimes we're in a relationship with the Lord and where it needs to be. Sometimes we even maybe subconsciously think, can I really trust him? And so, like, how important trust is to having a good relationship. And I think that's even thinking of, of one another, of why tr- being trustworthy, not only in our relationship with the Lord, but also just with, with each other, is that we have to be people that are trustworthy because if you're not, um, to what Jesus is calling us to do, how and really what he's been doing all along the Sermon on the Mount is how it destroys relationships and harms relationships. And, I mean, we didn't really get into it that side of it a whole lot Sunday, but I think just realizing Hey, this is really important because when you when you start breaking trust, not fulfilling commitments to people, start telling have truths or manipulate, you know, those kind of things, it really harms relationships. And uh, you know, frankly, it's sometimes that's why we have a hard time trusting people. Yeah. And so, why it's so important if we're going to have really rich relationships, why we need, you know, to be. I think that's why it's so important for us to be trustworthy. Absolutely, man. Um, what are some characteristics of a trustworthy person? So we didn't really get into that Sunday. We kind of looked at the the how to be, but I think it's good to say, like, because sometimes we can be like, well, what does it look like to be? Like, if you were to say, like, a trustworthy person, what, what does that look like? I think there's several things. One is I think that it's someone who is trustworthy in the little things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think usually when we think of trustworthy, and I think even that was what really Jesus was dealing with in this passage with the Pharisees. And even, you know, it was like, you're worried about these really big things, and you've really slacked on the little things. And I think that that's something that's so important is really when you think about somebody that's trustworthy, or I, I think about when I'm looking for somebody who's trustworthy, like, are they are they trustworthy? Do they commit to what they say they're going to do? Are they truthful, even the little things? Because I think if you're truthful in the little things, trustworthy in the little things, committed to the little things, I think, of course, 
that begins to play out in, in the bigger things. Like I was thinking about this. This was really the Lord convicted me, and sometimes he'll do that after, especially after a sermon. It was like, hey, you going you gonna do what you, you said you were preaching on, you know? But it was yesterday. Uh, Alan actually texted me yesterday and said, hey, do you have these two books for seminary? He's in seminary, and so he was asking, hey, do you have these two books? And so initially when I heard the two books, I was like, I don't think I have those books. So I said that, but I said, hey, I actually got to run up to the church in just a little bit. When I run up there, I'll check for you. But I said, I don't think I have them. Well, I ran to the church, and then I left. I got my truck, and I pulled out of the like out, and then I was like, oh, my, I didn't even check. But then I was about to just text him and be like, hey, man, I checked. Um, I don't, ha- I don't, I don't, I don't have those books. And then I immediately, it's like I felt the Holy Spirit was like, I know this is very minor and it's easy to justify this thing right here, but this matters. And I Man. was like, so I turned my car around and I went back and I, you know, of course I not, I wasn't mad, but like I went in there, I knew I didn't have those books, but I was like, in good conscience, I can't tell him that I checked if I didn't check. So I went back in there and checked and texted him later. I was like, Hey man, I checked. I don't have those books. But it was like, even that, like the Lord was like, Hey, it even matters in the little things, mm. you know. And so, um, and I think a lot of us, that's the problem even is that we justify things because like, well, this isn't that big of a deal. And yeah. I think a trustworthy, I think if we're going to be this way, it has to start with the little things. I think one thing is, um, another thing is this, somebody who's committed. And so I think this relationships, whatever, is it what they basically commit to do even when it gets hard, even when it gets inconvenient. And I think that's that's the hard thing is I think all of us are like, yeah, I'm committed. But then when it gets hard or inconvenient, we're just like, well, maybe I can bail. Or even as we talked about Sunday, it's easy for us to justify things when they get inconvenient or difficult. And so I think that's another thing. Another thing is I think this, and this is one of the way it fleshes out, is a committed person, someone who loves people. We said this, one of the roots of, I think, lying, breaking commitments, those kind of things really comes from a very selfish place. Is it really we care more about ourselves? We care about making ourselves look good, justifying ourselves, us inconvenient for me. And I think someone who's really trustworthy is really, I think, at the heart is someone that really loves people because they're not so concerned for themselves, but more concerned for the neighbor, for their friend, for their spouse, for you know whatever. And so I, I think deep down, someone like, what does it look like to be someone that's committed? I think really you will find somebody that really deeply loves people um, because they they care about how lying affects people or being committed to a person or making sure that they fulfill what they say they're going to do. So I think the, that's one of the things where it'll flesh out is as, you know, they really love people. I think it's good to, to point out too. I think a lot of the times whenever we see uh, being trustworthy, I think that a lot of people kind of innately just jump to – well, I got to be honest. I can't lie, um, and I think sometimes they don't factor in integrity into this. And so I'm glad you you've talked about that, like you know, having the integrity to turn around and go back and look and and, and see. Um, and so I think I don't, I think you hit on that some Sunday and in, in, in the questions too of like this is more than just telling the truth. That this is also an, an integrity issue as well, well. Like when you're saying that, and that's kind of one of the things I was thawing, talking about. Like even. Because I think sometimes, like, let's say when it really counts, people are watching me, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be honest, hold to my commitments, do what I say that I'm going to do. Not that it's easier to do it then, but at least you're kind of motivated by, well, people are watching me. <laughs> and so, like, at least in a, even a selfish way of, like, I don't want people to think I'm not trustworthy, so I want to prove to everybody that I am. Um, but it's like, what do I do when no one's watching? Or what do I do when, when, when there are times when 
no one's going to know whether I told the truth or not, or no one's going to really know what the truth is. Yeah. Only I, I will know that, you know. And it's easy, and I think in those times to justify ourselves to be like, well, no one really knows, and well, the Lord knows. That's right. And and I, I think, and I think that's the thing that He's trying to pull out in the Sermon on the Mount. Same thing with like lust that we've talked about. This seems like a really big deal to actually do it. Seems like maybe a minor thing to actually do it in your mind. Seems like two different things, but he's saying it's the same thing. And so I think really the, at the level, what he's calling for is not just in the big things, but in all areas of our life that we're going to be, you know, with integrity, trustworthy, committed, you know. And that's I think that's what's hard about it, yeah. you know, because I think it's not it's not it's not easy, but I think it's easier to do it when everybody's looking at you, yeah, somewhat because you feel kind of motivated, like, well, I don't want to be the guy that that lies in front of everybody, even though people do that too, and we've all probably done it that as well but I think just seeing that like it's when people are looking or not looking that's what Jesus is after absolutely so your, your last point is uh on Sunday was believe the gospel and so why why bring up the gospel in this conversation about being trustworthy well I think we bring up the gospel well I think that's what motivates us you know even we sang as you sang Sunday you know um faithful is it faithful now yeah yeah um, faithful now of even just be reminded, well, like this was propel me is because God is faithful. God is true. Jesus is true. His word's true. He's faithful. That should motivate me to then be faithful and trustworthy in all that I do. But also just to say, well, what, what, there has to be a difference between us pursuing to be trustworthy and the world pursuing, because I think the world has this, uh, you know, I think people in business or just people that don't know Jesus, I, there, I think legitimately there are some people, it could be motivated by a selfish reason, but I think they want to be trustworthy. Like they want their business people to trust what they do so they can make money. I, you know, I mean, we see, I mean, trust is such a big thing in our society. Even though people break it, it is a big thing. And so there has to be something that separates our striving for yeah. to be trustworthy versus the world of what they're striving to be trustworthy. And I think the, our, the difference is the gospel. That's right. um, not only just in motivating me, but also changing my heart to where I want to do this. Um, and that's kind of why we went that way, too, is because I don't want to, like, the characteristics of what does it look like. It's easy to say, hey, be trustworthy in the little things. Do these things. Well, but yet if I don't have the Holy Spirit residing in me, because that's, like, even, like, I was thinking of, like, with Alan, that that thing, the only reason I turned back was because I felt the Holy Spirit in me convict me. That's right. You know? So it, if it weren't for the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, I would not have turned back. I would not have. I, I, I know myself. I wouldn't have. And so I can't take credit for that. That's just God's grace of His Spirit in me. And so I think that's what should motivate us to be trustworthy is the gospel changes us, the Holy Spirit within us helps us and enables us to pursue and be trustworthy people, big little things. And so I think that's the that should be the difference maker for us. Yeah. And I think this is what should make us stand out in this area is the gospel. You know, what what Jesus has done for us, you know, that it, it should make us different than the world and the way we pursue it, strive it, try to live out, you know, being trustworthy. Absolutely, man. Well, um, kind of a, a last question that we don't have on here, okay. not necessarily having to do 100% with what we're talking about, but what is the um, one thing you miss the most uh, since we've been in this quarantine time? What is the one thing that you feel like you've missed the most? Hmm. What have I missed most? Probably what I've missed most is um, Kirsten and I's date night. Usually what we would do, at least usually once, not not every week, but usually, well, just about every week, we would always have a date night together. And we typically, one of the things we love to do is go to the movies 
can't go to the movies right now. No, no. <laughs> um, so, so I think that I, I think that's probably what I miss more than anything is, I mean, w- we still are able to to be together during this time, but I think that's one of the things probably we both miss is that us being able to, or sometimes some nights we would go eat out to eat and then we go to Target after, and uh, you know that that was more of Kirsten likes to go to, to Target, but yeah, I guess. Well, because you're a good husband, you also like going to Target, right? Maybe yeah. reluctantly, <laughs> um, but. But I think doing those kind of things, you know, I think that's that's probably what I miss. As you know, just there's other things that I miss, but that's probably the thing I, I miss most is for us being able to go out to be together and go to the movies or go out to eat or yeah. you know those kind of things. I mean, there's other things as well. You know, I miss being together, you know, as a church on Sunday. Um, so um, I miss seeing everybody's faces and not speaking to a camera. Yeah, you know, so I miss those things too, which I'm sure you miss. What about you? What do you miss? I think. Uh... I think it's a big thing too for me and Kelly. We just like to sporadically go places and just do things. And uh, can't just sporadically. Can't just, go. You just can't. Like uh, one of the things we really like. We really like. I'm a I'm an Astros fan. I know it's probably not a popular time, um, but we love going. Not the to most Houston. trustworthy team. Not the. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like we love going to Houston for a couple games and just there's a few places that we like to eat. Shout out Rodeo Goat. If you're mm-hmm. ever in Houston, find Rodeo Goat. Um, it's just uh, it's a fun trip for us that we just kind of get to get away and um, we actually I was, I was mentioned this earlier that we had looked and priced out some tickets for a couple game stretch that we really wanted to go to that um, we have no idea when anything's going to open up no. again so uh, that's uh, we, we just a trip like that and uh, as silly as this is I definitely told Kelly like I had been to Tilt I don't know if you know what Tilt is uh, Tilt is like a uh, the game place an arcade mall. place yeah. and so. I had been a few times, and so I told Kelly, I was like, hey, we're going to go. And it was like probably the Sunday before everything happened. I was like, I'll take you next week. Mm. And, man, and so like that that's a leader in the back of my mind, too, of like I, I, that's probably going to be the first thing we do when everything kind of yeah, Just say, hey, hey, baby, I'm hey. – what I say I'm going to do, yeah. I do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it because I'm trustworthy. That's right. <laughs> Even though it may take a while, it may take I'm going to fulfill what I said. Uh, so. I'll be there on time. That's it. Well, man, I appreciate you sitting down and uh, just talking through some questions. Yeah, see you, man.